Welcome to the Commands of Christ podcast brought to you by the Home Discipleship Network. We're excited about guiding people to the Word of God to experience the abundant life and to be encouraged as they walk as disciples of Jesus all through the power of Christ living in us. And now, your hosts, Gabe Cleeter and Nate Payne. Gabe, in this episode, we are continuing to talk about the command of Christ, honor your parents. This command is found in Matthew chapter 15, verse 4, where Jesus says, For God commanded, saying, Honor thy father and mother, and he that curseth father or mother, let him die the death. Gabe, do you want to get us started in this episode? Well, I think as we look at it, one of the things as we as we look at this command to honor father and mother, one of the things that's so powerful is to see how it's talked about throughout the Word of God. And we just see the weight and the importance of this as we see it threaded throughout the Scriptures. Um, and to look at a few of those, um, we, we, I think of some of, even some of the Old Testament references to this command uh, in the Ten Commandments, right? Exodus chapter 20, verse 12, very familiar verse. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy mm-hmm. God giveth thee. Or even Leviticus 19.3, You shall fear every man his father and his mother, and keep my Sabbaths. I am the Lord your God. Or Deuteronomy 5.16, Honor thy father and thy mother as the Lord thy God hath commanded thee, that thy days may be prolonged, and that it may go well with thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. And then even Proverbs 23, and really, Nate, the book of Proverbs is full of, of exhortations and, and instruction and encouragement like this, but it says, Hearken unto thy father that begat thee, and despise not thy mother when she is old. And so just seeing throughout the, the Old Testament scriptures the importance of honoring parents. But then also in the New Testament, I think of multiple times that Jesus, like in our command verse here, Jesus quotes from the, the, the command from the Old Testament. I think of where it, um, even in our verse here in Matthew fifteen four it says, For God commanded, saying, Honor thy father and mother, and he that curseth father or mother, let him die the death. And then I think also of where Jesus, um, when the rich young ruler came to Jesus and how he, as he was um, sharing the commandments with him, he said, Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Defraud not. Honor thy father and mother. Mm -hmm. So not only did Jesus quote um, this command, honor thy father and mother, but we see he lived it. We see obviously the best example of fulfilling this command is the Lord Jesus Christ. And I think of it just even for all the different commands that as we look at the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, just the impact that it has to see how he lived out and fulfilled these commands. And, 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 and this one's no exception. Um, even as we think of the command, honor parents, I think of even in Luke chapter 2, the account of where Jesus was, um, Jesus and Mary and Joseph had gone to the um, to Jerusalem, and Mary and Joseph had left and started to travel back and didn't realize that Jesus wasn't with them. And so then when they realize he's not with them, they turn around, they come back, and they actually find him there. And he's speaking with the religious leaders, and you know he was about 12 years old, and he's answering questions, and he's doing all these things. And and they come and they get him and they, they said, oh, we, you know, they hadn't realized that they had left him. And he, and he says, did you not know I'd be about my father's business? Obviously mm. referring to his heavenly father. And, but here's what I think is amazing, Nate, is that it says in Luke 2.51, and he went down with them, speaking of his parents, Mary and Joseph, and came to Nazareth and was subject unto them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. Mm. And I think it's just incredible to see that he went with them and he subjected himself to them and just how he honored his parents. And obviously, Joseph mm. was not his biological father. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, because God was his father. That's right. Um, but he honored his parents and just how he, and it says, and he was subject to them. And just what an amazing example the Lord Jesus was from. And then we, we see that. Um, 
from you know 12 to to seemingly 30 right because we see we know at 30 is when we start seeing more of his public ministry that that it, it, as best we can we can see here that he that he was living there subject to his parents right and just how mm-hmm. that punctuates the honoring of parents of just how Jesus lived that in such an yes. amazing it, it's so amazing and, and, and powerful to see and I, I think too of how just that even through his life even all the way up to the cross where Jesus was dying on the cross and how even there he was honoring his mom you know, it mm. says in, in uh, John nineteen twenty six through 27, it says, When Jesus therefore saw his mother, you know, this is Jesus on the cross, and the disciples standing by whom he loved, he saith unto his mother, Woman, behold thy son. Then saith he to the disciple, Behold thy mother. And from that hour, that disciple took her unto his own home. Mm. And I think, Nate, even how you highlighted of one of the things in the last episode that we looked at that Jesus is rebuking the scribes and Pharisees for was not caring for and honoring their parents. Mm -hmm. But I think it's amazing here to see Jesus, even as he's dying on the cross, loving and caring for his mom and making provision for her care. And so we see how Jesus perfectly fulfilled this command to honor father and mother. So not only do we see it talked about in the Old Testament, not only do we see Jesus then quoting um, the, 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 the Old Testament commands there, but then we also see he lived it. And then not only that, but we see it talked about in the epistles. Um, and we th- I think about in Ephesians 6, 2, where it says, Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. I think of Colossians three twenty, Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. Or, 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 or in 2 Timothy 3, where he's talking about the last days and perilous times coming and, and the wickedness that will be there. But listen to what it says. It says, For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. And it's interesting, Mm -hmm. it has disobedient to parents on that list. You know, in the same list as blasphemy and unholiness, it has disobedient to parents. This is Mm -hmm. is serious. I think of in in Romans 1.30, it says, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents. So there it is again. Um, And so we see that this idea of honored parents is talked about throughout Scripture. And I think as we see it threaded throughout the Scripture, as we look, if you will, at some of the whole counsel of God on this, it's so powerful to and we see how close it is to the heart of God. It is. And I think that's why we see it threaded all throughout Scripture is because this is the heart of God. And to really what it boils down to is to honor your parents is really to honor the Lord. And if you're honoring the Lord, by default, you're going to be honoring your parents um and so i think another aspect of this gabe that we should look at is that it's helpful to understand that god's the biblical design for parenting is that the parents are involved in the child's life for their own good um we see multiple places in scripture where we see this hebrews 13 17 says obey them that have rule over you and submit yourselves for for and here it gives the reason for they watch for your souls as they must give an account i'm going to stop right there gabe because our parents our authorities those god has placed over us are to watch over us as you kind of get the idea of just this protecting this watchful care but it's not just for our own good but you also see 
they're responsible to give an account for their own actions. So it's not just that they're taking care of us and it's not just for our own good, but it's also for their good in the sense that they have to give an account for what they do. And the rest of that verse says that they may do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. Another place in scripture that we find that really God has our parents in our life for our own good can be found in Proverbs 6 20 where Solomon I believe it is that says my son keep thy father's commandment and forsake not the law of thy mother bind them continually upon thine heart and tie them about thy neck when thou goest and here it gives the reason when thou goest it shall lead thee when thou sleepest it shall keep thee when thou awakest, it shall talk with thee. For the commandment is a lamp, and the law is light, and reproofs of instruction are the way of life, to keep thee from the evil woman, from the flattery of the tongue of the strange woman. Gabe, God has brought our parents into our lives. He's given us parents for our own good. Which is so incredible to see, Nate, because it's like it, it, it gives such an excitement and encouragement through the for the command honor parents. Because it does. It's, it's not like, oh, honor parents, oh, do I have to? Because it's actually no it's a privilege mm-hmm. to get to. Because think about what it says in Ephesians six, um, two through three. It says, Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. You think about how many commandments in the Ten Commandments came before that, but he says this is the first one with a promise, and what is the promise given? That it may be well with thee, and that thou mayest live long on the earth. Mm -hmm. And so in other words, he's saying to honor parents is to position yourself for a blessing. That's right. It's not do I have to, it's that I get to. I get to honor Mm -hmm. parents, and that actually there's so much blessing. Think about even just mentioned in just these verses, that it may go well with us, that we may live long on the earth, that it is, it is, God has a special blessing that he gives us in when we when we walk obviously in obedience to any of his commands but there seems to be something about this honoring parents that God highlights that that, that he blesses that and it really is a privilege it, it really is Gabe I think an, uh, what something that we need to delineate or make a make a clarification on is mm-hmm. honoring our parents is not disobeying God's word. In fact, the whole principle and the idea of honoring parents comes from God. And so honoring our parents is upholding God's word. It's upholding God's standards. And so um, to honor our parents does not mean to violate God's word or to disobey God's word. A good example of this is King Asa in 1 Kings 15. King Asa, he was the appointed king at this time and his mother though um was a, a very wicked woman and you can and you can read about that but she did not honor the lord in fact she even set up an idol in a grove that obviously would have been dedicated to another god a false god um and was involved in a, in a lot of other things and because of her disobedience to god because of her disrespect to the Lord and because the ultimate authority that God had placed um, in, in, as, as charge over this nation was King Asa, 
he had to remove her from being queen. And at first they're like, well, that kind of looks dishonoring. Well, actually it, it wasn't dishonoring because King Asa was honoring the Lord. He was obeying God. He feared God more than he feared his parents. And and he by doing so, he upheld the word of God and he honored the Lord. Another story I think of is Gideon. In Judges 6, God came to Gideon and told Gideon to tear down his father's altar. His father had built an altar and dedicated it basically to Baal, which was another false god. And Gideon went in, and, and, and you can read more about that in Judges 6 and, and how, what all happened and transpired in that story. But Gideon went in, tore down the altar. And I think in many ways, it doesn't really say this, but I think it 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 in many ways awoke his father to the realization that he was doing not only something that was wrong, but that um, this was having an effect on other people around. But, you know, at first glance, well, tearing down his father's altar might have looked disrespectful, but actually it wasn't. Again, Gideon was obeying God. He was honoring God. And when we honor and obey God, ultimately, we honor and obey our authorities. Uh, the last final example that I want to give is is a little different. Um, it's actually a father who honored or respected um, or who preferred, I should say, his sons above God. And the consequences that brought was, was the priest Eli. Eli was the priest that God had appointed um, at that time. And we can find that in 1 Samuel chapter 2. And But Eli's sons had become wicked. They were doing um, terrible things and not honoring the Lord, not obeying the Lord, not following the Lord. And Eli actually gave in to them. And it's interesting. So it says it here in 1 Samuel 2, 29, it says, Wherefore, kick ye at my sacrifice and at mine offering, which I have commanded in my habitation, and honorest thy sons above me, to make yourselves fat with the chiefest of all the offerings of Israel, my people. Wherefore, the Lord God of Israel saith, I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now the Lord saith, be it far from me, for them that honor me, I will honor. And they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Gabe, the ultimate bottom line is honoring God. And if we're honoring God, we will honor our parents. Well, I think that that's a good distinguishing thing that you're bringing here is that God wants us to honor our parents and to obey them. But if our parents tell us to do something that directly violates the word of God, we have to obey God rather than man because our first duty as Christians is to honor God, right? And, and so we honor him, we obey him, and then as much as possible, we seek to honor our parents. But if they tell us to do something that violates God's word, we have to obey God rather than man. Mm -hmm. And I think of even what Jesus said in Matthew 10, 37 through 39. He said, he who loves father or more than he, he who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. 
And it goes on and says, and he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me, which we see it happen in the case of Eli, an example you just gave. And he who does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. He who finds his life will lose it, and he who loses his life for my sake will find it. And so though, although we are to honor and love our parents, we're not to honor and love them more than mm-hmm. God. God needs to have the first place in our life. The Lord Jesus Christ needs to have the, the first place. He is the one we honor above all, mm-hmm. right? We don't honor our parents or our or parent, a parent, their children above the Lord. We have to give the That's Lord right. the highest honor, right? But then in that, and we we have to obey God rather than man. But I think it's important to see too that even if somebody's in a situation where they're told by their parents to do something that it contradicts the word of God, yes, they have to obey God rather than man. They have to they have to not compromise. But we cannot compromise, but still do it in a spirit of honor. In other words, we can say, no, I can't do that because it violates God's word. But we, can st- we don't do it with an attitude of, oh, I get to not do this anymore. You know, instead, mm-hmm. it's like, no, we do it with an attitude of honor, but we can't do obey what they're saying because mm-hmm. it contradicts the word of God. But, and, and, and we know throughout the ages there have been different, different um, believers in different countries and different places that when they chose to follow Jesus, it meant they were going to be rejected by their family, ostracized by their parents, and even endanger their life. And yet they chose to boldly and willingly mm-hmm. follow Jesus, whatever the cost. So we do have to obey God rather than man. But I, but I do want to say this too, is that if our parents tell us to do something that violates God's words, we have to obey God rather than man. But I think oftentimes what happens is it's honoring parents is just uncomfortable and difficult and we don't like that. And mm-hmm. so we want an excuse to not have to. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so, but even though it's uncomfortable and difficult, God is calling us to honor our parents unless this clarifier here, they tell us to do something that violates God's word. Right. And I think the quote difficult part to it, and it, it can be tricky. It can be a, a challenging situation and it will be, especially as like what we're talking about here, but it really all boils down to the heart. If our heart is to honor our parents, we will look for ways to do it. Yes. Um, we will also, as we're looking for ways to honor our parents, we'll also be aware of the heart of God and obeying him, following him. And so as we conclude this episode, Gabe, for our listeners, we hope that this has challenged you. We hope that this has brought a, a level of, of gravity, if you will, importance, um, and, and value to this command, honor your parents. And that it's not just a rule or law God made just for the sake of it. It's actually for our blessing. It's actually for our good. And if we understand it from the, by, by basically looking at the word of God and seeing it in the totality of scriptures, um, there will come a blessing out of it as we apply it to our lives. So in our next episode, we want to talk about how do we practically walk this out um, and in what ways we can um, apply this command to our lives. So we hope that you join us then. God bless you. Thank you for joining us on this journey through the commands of Christ brought to you by the Home Discipleship Network. If you would like to go deeper in this month's focus, head over to homediscipleshipnetwork.org where you can download a free study guide to accompany each command. And if today is your first time with us, please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you will be able to join us each week as we explore the commands of Christ together. That's it for today, and we'll be back with more next week.